Sound Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. That's just me? There we go. Sacramento. Now we're live. Ruined my intro. (laughs) We're off to a good start, Seth. Uh, (laughs) Welcome on in. Uh, It is Chris and Co. I am Zachariah. He is Chris Watkins. Hi. And uh, this is Sacktown Sports 1140. It's Friday. Feels like a Friday. I'm going to have a Friday show in me, Chris. I got to be honest with you. Yesterday felt like a Friday to me. So this is, this is, uh, even not, more not of a great. Friday, yeah, it's like it's, a, like it's a double great. Friday. Well, it just it hurts a little bit more. To <laughs> I, I, if I'm being honest with with everybody who's tuning in, it hurts. It yeah. hurts a little to show yeah, up. Today, that's fine. Well, fine. the uh, the title of our show, in case yeah. you were wondering, is uh, "Buckle Up, Cowboy." Oh boy, "Buckle Up, Yeehaw. Cowboy" is the name of our show. I'm assuming that Seth did that. I'm just going to call not. him Seth, no, by the way, and not Nate. You know why I call him Seth, right? Yes, because he was startled by that. He's yes. like, "This is Nate, by the way," like as if I had had the wrong number. It's like, yeah, I know that you're Nate. I call you <laughs> Seth McFarlane because you look exactly like him. Anyways, we're going to have a fun show, I assure you. Um, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. I'm assuming it's going to be split relatively equally, Chris. Now, I yeah. had Gary Payton. I hate to throw that out there. I know. Yeah, the you've glove. been efforting Gary I, Payton well, for he, a while Because he is just, he really, he likes to just eat, like throw it out there that he's going to do it and then he doesn't actually do it. He may come on the show at some point over the next four hours. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm in contact with him directly. Okay. But getting him on the actual phone is a whole nother I'm sure thing. Is, yeah. Anyways, um, but I'm assuming we're going to split the majority of the show between 49ers Cowboys sure. and Kings preseason. Oh, yeah. But let's start with the Niners, shall we? Let's do it. And the way I look at this is, and I said this yesterday, and uh, Whitey, while he was mean to me on Tuesday, he was very mm-hmm. nice to me yesterday he does and gave me a lot of credit. Yeah, he's like back and forth. Yeah. You know, it's like pulls you in, draws you back. Um, I've told you that I'm not going to take a lot away from this game if the Niners either win convincingly or right. lose convincingly. Right. But if I were to ask you, Chris, as I pose this question mm-hmm. on a football Friday, that's what the yes, industry calls it, uh, what would be the reason why they lose? The 49ers, that yes. is? I mean, it, it would be Brock Purdy turns the ball over, which he hasn't done all year long, and uh, so that's probably not going to happen. I mean, or you're he's, saying or he's due. Okay. I'm saying, yeah. I okay. mean, I, I, if if we're saying the Niners lose, and yep. then on Monday, what would be the reasons why? If I had to guess, I would yep. say it's Brock Purdy turns the ball over at least once, if not multiple times. Uh, I would th- part of that would probably be because, like we talked about yesterday. Cowboys defense or, or specifically their pass rush gets home and and causes just Brock Purdy to have someone in his face all day, mm-hmm. make some tough throws. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it would also have to be a little bit on their defense as well. I mean, we've seen, you know, Do- Josh Dobbs looked okay against the Niners pass, uh, pass defense and Daniel Jones was able to at points move the ball around on mm-hmm. Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would say that would probably be the, the, some combination of that would probably be the recipe for a Niners loss. Yeah. I think, I think what most people going into this game would look at is, is that the Niners offense is amazing. Yeah. And, if you were to poke holes in anything within the Niners organization, it would be the defense. Mm-hmm. But I'm going totally opposite. I think I, I have no worries about the Niners defense mm-hmm. at all. Same, yeah. And, uh, even, with, you know, Dak has – look, when you're the organization of the Cowboys and you get that much notoriety throughout and Jerry Jones is like a bigger superstar than 99% of the players in right. the NFL, let alone anybody else, I, I think that most people would, you know – 
look at Dak and go superstar quarterback, right? You got C.D. Lamb. Uh, Zeke's obviously gone. But I, I'm i not worried about the defense at all mm-hmm. in terms of I, – I think if the Niners lose this game, it's going to be offensively. Mm. And I don't know if it's going to be – because the Cowboys struggle a little bit against the run, mm-hmm. and the Niners have CMC. Right. Who, you know, they lost track of how many touchdowns right. that guy scored. For sure. So I think – I think if they lose this game, it's going to be because they failed offensively, not defensively. I don't see, put it like this, I don't see the Cowboys winning like a shootout, Mm -hmm. you know, 38-35 or something. I see the Cowboys winning more something like they did when they lost 19-14 to or whatever. What do you think failing offensively looks like? Like, I mean, would that just be not getting the run game going? Would it be, I mean, yeah, would it be Brock Purdy getting turnovers? Do you think it's, like, what, what, what do you think that looks like if they don't perform? Excellent question. It would be that the Cowboys will 100% sell out to stop mm-hmm. CMC. Mm-hmm. Anytime you go into a game, I don't care what you're talking about. You said that you, you know, you're the jack of all trades, master right. of none. Yes. So you play tennis, you play what? Like sure. anytime you go into anything, and I'm very competitive with everything other than golf because mm-hmm. golf is so hard, I don't care. But like when I play dominoes or if I play mm-hmm. spades or whatever I'm doing, hearts, whatever, like when I play games, I get very competitive. And the number one thing that you seek out to do is to stop the other person's best strength. Sure. Right? So, like, I know Domino's players, and if they're listening, they probably know exactly what I'm talking about, but, like, there's guys that like to stay on Domino, which means that you can control the board, sort of. So, what I'm saying is, if the Cowboys go into this game and go, CMC's not beating us, we're going to sell out completely going against the run, and then Purdy fails to make them pay for doing that, that's the way that I see them failing. Yeah, and and you could imagine, I mean, just with how – how much the the Niners have leaned on Christian McCaffrey these past couple games, it would be a big turnaround for them. I mean, they they really haven't. Again, this has been the big question about Brock. I think it's the thing that a lot of the the haters out there still want to see is like, can this guy win the game? Mm-hmm. And I think in that situation you're laying out, the interesting thing about that would be if you're taking away the run completely, yes. that puts a lot on the shoulders. And where of Brock are you Burton. leaning? I, do you think you can do it? Because I, I, I think this will be, Yeah. while I will not, because again, I'm separating the quarterback mm-hmm. from the actual team, mm-hmm. from the organization, from the offensive line, the defensive line. Like, I'm separating all of those things. So I think while it might be a big game for Brock, I don't think it's a big game for the Niners because I think the mm-hmm. Niners can win despite Brock. But yeah, I mean, like, where are you? La- if I told you that it is going to come down to whether or not Brock can beat you, right. do you think that he will? I think he can. I really do think he can. And I, I know there's a big contingency of people out there that just don't think that he's capable of really doing anything on his own. But I think, uh, you know, especially with the weapons they think have. That. I mean, we're. I, I mean, the I, I don't know does. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, we, we, the, we've the got. Does, I've, I've think, got some audio to play at some point today. No, because I, I think that you and I, even at like 15, 16, 14, 13, whatever you want to call yeah, it, somewhere in that range, in the rankings, I think yeah. most people are there. The ringer is an outlier. Yeah. Whitey thinks there's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. They did it for clicks and, you know, I disagree uh, with that. Draper co signed. But I mean, yeah. uh, you know, in, in terms of in general, I think there's. As few people that put him in the top 10 yeah. as people that put him in the bottom sure. 20 okay. to 30. Gotcha. You know, I think most yeah. people are where we are. Yeah. So I wouldn't like totally disregard his ability. Yeah. But I do think, and I have the questions, and that's why I'm asking mm-hmm. you, do you have the same question? Do you think if it is on him to win the game that yeah. he can? I think he can. I definitely think he can. I okay. think he's got the ability to do it, and he's obviously got the weapons to do it as well. Like Because the thing is, 
<laughs> to kind of use what people have used against Brock for him. Like, mm-hmm. if he needs to make a comeback, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to look the way that I think people are thinking. It doesn't have to look like the way that Patrick Mahomes makes a comeback. But it that's can, what I want. And it's just uh, the I'm problem. Sorry. I mean, but, I no, but I think that that's that's a yeah. it, it's an okay thing to say because I think that's what a lot of people want and just expect it to look like. They think that there's only one way to play a uh, great quarterback, and it's not. It doesn't always have to be the miraculous hero hero play that we see out of guys like Patrick Mahomes and and you know the the top quarterbacks in the NFL. It can look like just continuing to stay steady and moving the offense along because frankly a lot of the time when you go down you take unnecessary risk you you take uh, more deep shots when you really should just continue to run the offense and try yeah. and churn it out yeah. and i think brock could do that i definitely think that brock is that that's part of what makes him him is his steadying presence and the fact that he's he's been at, you know you compare him to joe montana he's a cool guy he's not going to let a, a two-touchdown deficit really rattle him, or I don't think he would. I think he would still play the game that he's played all year, and mm-hmm. frankly, I would still put it on his playmakers to go out there and make plays because Brock's job is to gift them. Now, if Brock is just throwing the ball all the way around the field and throwing incompletions left and right, sure, that's Brock's fault, but uh, if he's still getting the ball to his playmakers, I don't see how how that's not on, on his playmakers to go out there and, and do what they're supposed to do. No, yeah, for sure. I just, you know, I, I think what will separate Brock from, and again, I think in general, there are some outliers, but I think in general, he's properly respected mm-hmm. in terms of what he's doing. Hell, the guy has not lost the game that he, he started not, yeah. and ended. So I think he's getting properly respected. I think what's going to separate people like me is wanting to see that 426 yards passing Five touchdowns. Oh yeah, I'll give him a pick. You know what I mean? Where sure. you're just like, wow. And I was, I, I was thinking about this in terms of Brady, because I think Draper said that that would be the comparison most sure, for him. Yeah. And I just want to push back a little bit because you kind of slender slandered me as my last name yeah. is Slenderbrook. I, I didn't say that he's Joe Montana. <laughs> yes. I was just saying in terms of right. 49 yes, quarterbacks. Yes, and, yes, and, yes, yes. But you backed me up because yes. you were saying more in terms of him keeping his cool yes, and not yeah. panicking and exactly. making the right decisions. The decision. traits are the same. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But in that same, I was thinking about Brady and I'm like, you know, when Brady first won his title, right, he stepped in for Drew Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was more about the kicker than it was about <laughs> right. him. You yeah, know Adam I mean? Vinatieri, and, yeah, saved him. But then I go to the year where he had Randy Moss. Sure. And he went ape bleep yes, he crazy. Did. Yes, you he know did. what I mean? Like fantasy numbers through the wazoo. Yeah. And so what, I guess what I'm wondering, and it's not to say Brock can't get there, mm-hmm. but I wonder if Brock has that in him. And I don't think yeah. he's been pushed to even have to do that, sure. which is fine. Yeah. But does he have it in him if he has to would be my question. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he can do that. I mean, they literally were like the greatest receiver yeah, quarterback yeah, combination yeah, yeah. No, of, not exactly. in, in NFL yeah. history. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, just I, open it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Dallas goes up 17-3. Sure. I mean, that, is that's Brock going to have it in him. But a big part of that too isn't just Brock. That comes to Kyle Shanahan as well. Like yeah. he's got he's got to kind of open up the playbook a little bit more, and he can't be conservative, which has frankly been, uh, you know, well, I guess the opposite has been a criticism of Shanahan in the past. But mm-hmm. how he manages the game, like that, that'll be on Kyle as well. It's not just all on Brock. I think Brock has the talent to, I <laughs> with the talent he has, I should say, has around him. I think Brock is capable of putting up big numbers. I again, I don't think it's going to look the same as what everybody else uh how everyone else puts up Wants their numbers, look, but yep. 
I think that, you know, with the weapons he he's can got, he can put up numbers for well, sure. Well, we will see. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. It, it will be popcorn viewing material yep. come, come Sunday night. And for a ton of reasons, including both franchises. But coming up next, Brock also... It was a very humble life. And this always, I see, you know, you see all these stories about yeah. all these people spending Bentleys. all this money. And, Rolls yeah, Royce. Yeah, no, 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 no. Brock, Eight bedroom. Brock's got a roommate. Too bad. Brock's got a roommate. And also, does he, tiene cojones grandes. Am I allowed to say that on air? I hope so. If well, not, you, did. you can dump it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the article from Mike Silver. And just talking about where he is and what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Can he make that leap? Certainly a lot of people think so we'll talk about that next you're listening to chris Watkins, zachariah right here sacktown sports 1140 live and local live and local this is sacktown sports welcome back sacramento alongside chris Watkins. i am Zachariah, this is Sacktown Sports 1140. You can follow me on Twitter. I am thirsty, as the kids say, for followers. So please follow me at Zach Sports, Z-A-K Sports. He is at Chris M. Watkins. I have put up the easily clickable link to watch us on YouTube as we are live streaming. And, of course, you can join the show. You can be heard or read at 916-339-339. 1140 coming up bottom of the hour want to pick your brain chris you are a sacramento native yes, through sir. and through yes, sir. you have seen many of off seasons way too many for the sacramento kings and preseason's coming up yep sunday yes sir and yep. in vancouver i kind of want to ask you can you get anything from the preseason mm. and also how is basketball preseason different than other sports sure so we'll do that bottom of the hour but right now we're going to stick with brock Good old Brock. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots of reasons to love the guy, right? So I was reading this article. Specifically, it was a play where he was getting, you know, remember the clip from uh, Geno Smith when he said, oh, God, when Aaron Donald yeah, was coming yeah, down his yeah. way? He had a similar situation, but it was not an really? oh, God situation. And he hit uh, Brandon Ayuk. And basically just very calm after the play. He was just like, yeah, he's like, I saw, I was just waiting for him to do his thing. You know, I mean, a lot of sort of situations that you've seen out of Brock that would make you think that he's even on the higher level of what you and I think mm-hmm. rightfully have deemed him as. Um, and But just in general, the reason why I think the Niners are able to be as good as they are yeah. with everything. And it's what makes the Chiefs – Super Bowl win last year, that much more incredible that they had to move on from Tyreek Hill, Mm -hmm. where he went and got whatever, 35 million in Miami. Yes. And because they're paying Patrick Mahomes so much. Mm -hmm. But what they're not paying is Brock Purdy a lot. That's not what the Niners are doing. And uh, here's some audio from, I believe it's Good Morning America, but he's just talking about how he lives his humble life. And uh, this is an example of sometimes they're just like us. So I still have a roommate, one of the offensive linemen here. So he and I are, you know, still splitting rent. Um, I still drive, you know, my uh, Toyota Sequoia. Wow. There you go. Shout out Toyota. He's got a roommate. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. How many quarterbacks <laughs> in the league do you think have a roommate? Starting quarterbacks? Uh, zero. Like that are not their wife yes. or girlfriend? Yeah. Zero. 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 He's got to be the only one. This guy's literally yeah. bunking up like he's yeah. in training camp. Yeah. God bless. That's ridiculous. Got to I mean, love it. 
<laughs> it makes you love them more, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it makes it it makes what's happening just a lot more just storybook or unreal. Yeah. Like it just makes it even crazier because this is this is the most important again, the most important position in sports for one of the most important franchises in sports. And he's possibly going to lead them to a Super Bowl this year. And he's splitting rent with somebody. <laughs> and I know, I know, Bay Area. You know, the the market out there is, is crazy for houses. But uh, yeah, it's just wild to think that again, the quarterback of this organization is is having. To, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's a choice, but you know, it, he's he's bunking with somebody. It's just is absolutely nuts. And him driving, I'm sure it's a very nice Toyota Sequoia. But for the sure. fact that. That's his 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 car. And that's, you yeah. know, it's not unobtainable. It's well, just, I mean, it's just think wild. about uh, who was the um, who was the D- uh, Ramsey, the DB mm-hmm. for the Jaguars. Yeah, when he showed up. I think literally in a Brinks truck. Oh yeah, to I mean, the yeah, stadium when he was all, trying to get yeah. his contract. Right. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, where do you get a Brinks truck? I wouldn't even know I would how to say do that. If you got to ask, you can't afford. That's <laughs> where it's, that's one of those things. Fair I enough. But yeah, I mean, you just you know you got to love it. Like the guy is. Yeah. And 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 I think that that is a big representation of why they were able to move on from Trey Lance. We'll get to him, by yeah. the way, later in the wow. show in terms of whether or not he's going to have an effect on Sunday. <laughs> to me, one of the funniest things that you're going to read all throughout the week. But yeah. yeah, just in terms of Purdy and and going back to that, you know, to that story where he, you know, this is what it says. It says Purdy held his ground, and then while being dragged down by the three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Purdy delivered a 12-yard dart to the diving Ayuk and a message to the 74, 742,000 fans at Levi's South, a.k.a. SoFi Stadium, <laughs> and anyone else who might have been paying attention, he's not merely a game manager. Yeah. He's a scheme buster with cojones grande. Wow. I mean, you know, he... he uh... He, the way he's been playing this season ha- is is very fitting of that of that description. If you, I mean, like the some of the throws that he has made this year is, and that's what made me frankly. So, and I know you know, yeah, we were talking with Whitey and Draper yesterday, and they said that article is just garbage, and we mm-hmm. shouldn't pay much attention to it. But that's that was what made me so frustrated with that article. Is it's just. I'd, like, I'd, are you watching the yeah, game? Like, like, it's, it's, yeah, like, it's one thing to I yeah, like have me the clickbait. Yeah. I, I feel like you and I, yeah. as my mom would correct me. <laughs> English teachers all over yeah. throwing up. You and I are, like, properly grading him. Yeah. But I feel like we, you and I would both make the argument that he would be higher than when we have him, mm-hmm. not lower. Yes. That's the part that kills me about right. it. Because I feel like we're being level-headed about it and going, yeah. okay, this is where we have him. But if anything... I would make the argument of him being higher, higher not right, lower. Not yeah. lower, and, and the, that's what makes me so, so upset about him being 25 is just you're not watching the games because the guy the guy has made throws that aren't – like, again, we I mean, we saw two bad quarterbacks last night. Shout out Justin Fields who had a, who actually had a great game. But, oh, we'll get um, into Thursday yeah, night I mean, football. It, it, there, there are quarterbacks every single – I mean, you watch this weekend, there'll be quarterbacks that make terrible throws, actively lose the game for their team. Yep. And the fact that Brock is, you know, this is where I'll use the crutch of him being the last pick in the draft and and all that stuff, him being the unprobable starter, it like he's not out there playing like a guy like that. And I think 100%. it's just the, the fact that I there's still people out there like Stephen Ruiz of the Ringer who, mm-hmm. who feel like I, they still feel like he's that guy. They still feel like he is yep. that last pick in the draft, the guy who's not supposed to be playing this well, instead of just, again, watching the tape and seeing actually what he's doing and what he's producing. And if you were to put it to any other player who has been playing 
for for under a, a full season of NFL football, you would say, oh man, this this young kid has a has a huge future in the NFL, and you know he's thirteen. Who's the last rookie who went thirteen and zero in a season? I don't think there's ever been one. I I just I can't. It, I can't fathom why he's still being disrespected the way he is. Yeah, and there's more things to this and what I think separates him from other guys specifically, which is why I think there's levels to a lot of this, which is why I'm even though I'm going to be eagerly watching the game, I'm taking a little bit less from it based on me just thinking that the Niners are a step above the majority of the NFL. Coming up next, preseason basketball. All you purple and black and white fans out there, Kings basketball coming on Sunday. Can you get anything from preseason? And how is basketball preseason any different than the NFL or baseball or anything else? We'll do that next. You're listening to Chris Walk and Zachariah right here, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Welcome back, Sacramento. Again, the show yeah. between the show is always the best show. Yeah. But we can't air that for well, everybody. I mean, we can. You we're know, professionals. It's a Friday. We were just talking about how, <laughs> how the parking here. lot is <laughs> yeah. uh, scarce, That's I true. think. But they're true. probably listening. They're always listening, right? No? Maybe not. Sure. Maybe. Why not? Okay. Well, Why they not? can at least go back and check yeah. it. So. I got to be careful. He's Chris Watkins. <laughs> I am Zachariah. This is Sacktown Sports 1140. You can jump in on the program anytime you'd like. 916-339-1140. Check us out on YouTube. We are live streaming all that good stuff. Coming up at 1045. We all plead the fifth. Fun in the 40s. Oh. Shout out Dave Chappelle. Arguably the greatest TV show of all time? I would say so. How many years did in it go? Opinion. The last year was it awful, was, uh, right? two seasons. You got to throw and, out season three. Uh, yeah, the, it's like uh, the Godfather. The lost episodes, I believe, is yeah, what they Yeah, but that was when he had already left. He had already left. They were like, using yeah, stuff that he had. It was Charlie yeah. and, uh, and uh, oh, Danielle man. Rollins just hosting the show for like Dude, two or three episodes. Just Charlie Murphy alone. Yeah. Rest Hilarious. in peace, by the yeah. way. Could have been its own greatest show ever. Yeah. But mixing that with Chappelle and yeah, anyways, all that good stuff. Uh, but we will play the fifth. We will go around the wacky world of sports, uh, fun in the 40s. That's what we do uh, at least once an hour, every hour, because we got to have fun to mix in with all have this to. hardcore breaking down Must. of sports that you and I do, Chris. But to get to that, uh, uh, well, just to give a little quick tease, Al Michaels has never eaten a veggie. Yeah, right, I heard that this about, morning. and uh, find out about that together. Strange. That's got to be impossible, right? I mean, just by accident, wouldn't you have eaten a veggie? Look, that man's lived way too long to not have a <laughs> single vegetable. There's no true. way. There's no way. That can't be true. We'll have to hear But that. we'll do that. But right now, I ask you this, Chris. In all of your years, you are just the very young age of what? Uh, Going to be 28 in like two weeks here. Yeah. See, yeah. when you're 28, you can ask somebody their age. Like, yeah. when you get to my yeah. age, it's you like you don't, don't even want to age yourself. No. No. Um, but, yes, but in, in your years yes. as a basketball fan, your mm-hmm. entire life and growing up in this area, have you ever learned something from preseason? Now, you've been a, you've been a <laughs> professional in this business for how long? Uh, like four or five years. Four or five years. In terms you, of in the media, yeah. And then you were a fan like another yes. whatever, 15 years prior yeah, to that. So let's call it two decades. Sure. Have you ever learned anything from preseason? Uh, no, not that I would tangibly say like no. No. No would be the short answer. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, like just 
Walk me through it. Uh-huh. Are they going to trot out what they're going to trot out in the regular? I mean, obviously not. Right. But are they going to do at least small doses of that? I would think so. Like, I mean, the starters will play. They'll probably play, like, anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes. So, okay. like, you'll get a decent amount of look, especially mainly in the first half of, mm-hmm. of the starters. But a lot of it is, especially in that fourth quarter, it's a lot of, like, end-of-bench guys. And, you know, we can't forget it still is, like, football in the sense of – they're making their final roster cuts too in yep. these preseason games as much as it is getting those the the main guys ready for the regular season it's, it's the so, back end exactly making cuts and rotations yeah. all that yeah. stuff so fourth quarter you're going to see a lot of you know your jordan fords mm-hmm. you might see some sasha vazenkov um you know yesterday the, that was going to be yeah. my question how much do you cuz i feel like that's one of those yeah. things, like Fox, you don't need to see, no, right? Sabonis, no. you don't need and to see, And it's just right? risking them being injured. Exactly. Yeah. But I think, at least with him, mm-hmm. there would be some gauge of, okay, oh, yeah. you're going from Euro yeah. to America. Yeah. You're now, like, let's see what you got. Let's yeah. see how much we can actually use you yeah. when the games count. For sure. So, I guess, outside of the back end of the rotation, which mm-hmm. I totally agree, guys are fighting right. for jobs, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But in terms of Sasha, do yeah. you think that we'll see him more than you would normally see a guy that would be in his spot? Probably. I would think, yes. I would think so. I mean, uh, you know, to, to peel the curtain back yesterday, the Kings uh, had a late practice, and so I was actually able to go. Normally they have their practice sessions when nice. we're in the middle of our show. Yep. So yesterday uh, I was actually able to to go to the, the training camp, and we got to see – Boots on the ground. Yeah, we got to see like – five to seven minutes of of scrimmaging and it was mainly those end of the bench guys and Sasha played about three to four minutes so Mm. I say that to say I would expect to see him more a good amount yeah definitely Then you would normally see a guy that has that role on a team yeah well and I think that role is still being I think you said it yesterday and it's a great point because I hadn't really thought of it but I think throughout like it's going to be a slow burn for Sasha to start off his career I think they're going to try and ease him into the rotation I think Hmm. they want to play if they could have it their way if Sasha Mm -hmm. looks great in the preseason Mm -hmm. again I think there's possibility for like 15 to 20 minutes right off the bat but I think just to kind of get him accumulated get him comfortable yeah I would suspect that during the regular season we'll see him eight to ten minutes and then they'll just ramp it up as he looks more and more comfortable yeah Um, but during the preseason to sorry to tangent out no, there. No, no, I love it. I, I definitely, I, 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 are you kidding me? Tangent the whole show. I definitely I'll think turn my that, mic off. I definitely <laughs> think that during the preseason, especially on Sunday, I think we'll see him for 25 minutes if I had to guess, and yeah. that's just a random number I'm throwing out there, but I think you'll see a good no, amount of it. No, I think that's accurate. You got to get his beak yeah. wet. You know, you got to, yeah. you got, he's got to see how fast the game is. Mm-hmm. He's got to get accumulated to it, and I think he's also, this is a perfect off- opportunity to just kind of sit back and, and, and ingest everything and, and try and uh you know pick and choose his spots but I think that it's going to be uh just a a learning process for him and, for and sure. that's kind of what he said throughout training camp so far is just getting better every day yeah and I think look uh, we're all creatures of habit to yeah. a certain extent but certainly when it comes to sports you're used to parameters and rules right. and the way that things go so I think in the very least they're going to thrust him a little bit more in the preseason, like yeah. I said, than a, another guy that would have that similar role on yeah. a team. I think you're going to see way more from him just to make sure that he's comfortable with what – and I think his role is going to be one of the more 
intriguing parts about the For Kings sure. season. I think there's so many people where I, I think Mitchell has a very interesting role yeah. because let's see how much he's improved his offensive game. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully Herter has a much better season than, yeah. you know, Monty doesn't trade <laughs> yeah. number one picks. He traded a number one pick for, yeah. for Herter. So uh, how he has a better year. But for the most part, you've got these guys that are kind of in there. And I think with him, he could go as far as, call me crazy, but could he start at the four over Harrison? I think by the end of the year, he definitely could. Yeah. Like if things go... Well, and I mean, what we've heard so far from from training camp and at media day, just from their summer workouts, is Sasha's offense is legit. Like he can he can already shoot the ball. And De'Aaron said at media day, he's one of the best shooters in the world already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I yeah, think, what was the story about like a hundred and two out of a hundred and four or something? Oh yeah, he, did you throw that out there? Somebody no, said it. Um, I heard it on these airways. I saw. So I actually saw the uh, in in the practice facility. They have like a chart that has all the players' names and then a number next to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like they do a shooting game where I, I'm not sure how the point system racks up, but it's essentially a, a shooting game where you can score up to 150 yeah, points yeah yeah and Sasha has the team record already and it's at like 134 out of 150 or something like that so yeah. he's he's already proven himself in a very short time to be an elite shooter and uh, I mean yeah coach Brown said it yesterday I think as well where it's just honestly they're at the point I think it was actually Domas who said it yesterday they're just at the point where with his offense, they just want him to shoot it more where mm-hmm. it's, he's too unselfish. He's not used to the NBA game. You know, sometimes in Europe, it is truly like a, a more team oriented yep. game, yep. selfless. And mm-hmm. it's, it's moving the ball, making the right play. And with this Kings team, Mike Brown is very adamant and he, as he should be with, with NBA talent. If you're open, shoot it. Yep. Like you're that's, that's what we run all this action. We run plays, we we move people around to get an open shot. Exactly. If you have an open yeah, shot, yeah. that's the best shot we're gonna get. Don't move it around. Don't continue to do it just for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. Take that take that opportunity. And I think that's that's something that we hopefully can see in the summer in the summer league in the preseason with Sasha is just now is the time to be free. Also, you know, I I did say yeah, sit back and jest everything, but on the same token, like. It's preseason. These games really don't matter. There's not really much that that you can take from it. So why not go out there and just and kind of throw everything at the wall and see what sticks? I, I just think that uh, there's there's a lot of opportunity for for people to to show what they can potentially fit in this team this uh, this preseason. Yeah, for sure. And I remember reading an article where Brown took. Uh, Murray to the side. Yeah. Or I, I guess in front mm-hmm. of the team. Mm-hmm. Maybe was it halftime or something? Could have been in the playoffs. I forget. I, I watched like all those games back with the Warriors and the Kings. Yeah. Um, and I was taking notes the entire time. It might have been a playoff game, mm-hmm. but he yelled basically in front of the entire team. If this bleep bleep doesn't, shoot, doesn't yeah. take 10, 10 yeah. shots, like he gave a number, yeah. Yeah. then he's going to have bleep to pay yeah. like when we reconvene mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, but, but like to your point, it's like we have the system. Yeah. If the system sets you up to shoot, shoot. Shoot it. You know, and yeah. like you would think he's probably going to walk into this situation and go, I don't want to overstep my boundaries. Right. I'm yeah. coming into this winning situation. Mm-hmm. But that's not how they're going to want him to actually play. Right. Yeah, no, and yeah. I think that's that's a big adjustment period, and hopefully they can get that out during the preseason. But, that, you know, to, to answer your initial question of, like, what can you – what what is the preseason for NBA? It is a lot of that. It, it's getting – 
getting those things out of the way and feeling where you're going to fit with this team. And that's the most exciting thing for me about this this Kings preseason and, and with how this roster is set up is with the depth they have, we're going to see like a lot of real guys in in that third quarter. Even when the starters aren't out, there's going to be a lot to try and ingest. Like how does Chris Duarte look? And, you know, where is Kessler Edwards in his development? And, and just, you know, how that second team looks in general. Does that second team look like, uh, you know, they they were talking this morning about how the second unit can beat a lot of other teams' first units. You know, does the second team look like a step above uh, the the second team that they're going against? I, I think that the Kings' depth is really going to be a big thing that hopefully shines during the preseason. For sure. Well, just for fun, Chris, because I like to have fun. Yeah. I mean, this the whole reason why we got into this industry is to I would have hope fun, so. right? I mean, yes. we got to have some fun every once in a while. That's why we do fun in the 40s. But I looked at the season preview going into last year. Right. And I had some fun with this. The Sacramento Kings have experienced countless seasons filled with losses, head coaching changes, and trips to the NBA draft lottery. It was more of the same in 21-22 as their streak of playoff absences stretched to an NBA record 16 seasons. The script seemed predictable. Well before the Kings, 30-52, and 52, actually finished 12th in the Western Conference. Following a 6-11... Anyway, talking about firing Luke Walton and then... But, like, here's the thing that I love. All the... All the pieces that they said needed to happen yeah. for them to have a successful season mm-hmm. took place. Yeah. So I'm not throwing shade at all. I'm actually saying this is a good thing. De'Aaron Fox, he appears motivated and equipped to show he can stay healthy and live up to his max contract. Kevin he Herter, he should help the Kings significantly with his spot-up shooting and floor spacing. He did. Harrison Barnes, in his 12th NBA season and 5th with Sacramento, Barnes will provide his usual on-court leadership and positional versatility. He Keegan did. Murray. Like, all the pieces mm-hmm. of the and, – and they they get to uh, to Domas, too, later. The Kings will rely on the chemistry between Fox and Sabonis on pick-and-roll sets as well as his – I don't think they saw them being the most explosive yeah. offense in the history of the NBA, but all of those things that mm-hmm. they talked about going into the season after another rough one – right. Came to fruition. Yeah, I mean, and hopefully that can happen again. I think the big thing for for the Kings this season is just going to be health in general. I mean, yeah. again, they were very, very fortunate to be as healthy as they were last year. And uh, if they can be as healthy as they were last, or even a fraction as healthy as they were last year, I feel confident that much like you're saying, I, I think everything that we're expecting to happen should happen mm-hmm. as long as, uh, yeah, as long as they're able to stay on the floor. Yeah, and uh I think that's going to be the main part of the postseason. I think the only really interesting two parts of the uh, of the preseason is going to be the back end of the rotation and then just how much they're going to use Sasha to try to get him acclimated to right. NBA play. All right, coming up next, it's the fifth. We all plead it together. It's fun in the 40s with the fantastic intro from the one and only Nathaniel behind the glass. We will do that next. You're listening to Zachariah. Chris Watkins right here, Sacktown Sports, 1140. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Welcome back, Sacramento. Alongside Chris Watkins, I am Zachariah. Top of the hour after four weeks, Chris. It's only two undefeated teams in the league, mm. one of which I'm not scared of. How about that? Wow. How about that for a tease? But right now, we have fun. This is what we do in the 40s of every hour, hit the 
unbelievable intro, Mr. Nate. Does he have it? Now, on Zachariah and Watkins, Mm -hmm. I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. (laughs) Plead the fifth. Five. One, two, three, four, fifth. Anything you say, fifth. I don't even, so he he counts down and then ends with fifth. He goes five, four, three, two, one, fifth. (laughs) That's technically going the other way, right? Mm. Anyways. We don't question the mastery yeah. of Dave Chappelle. No, I can't um, believe anyone ever said that intro was bad, man. That's, that, it, I feel like it gets so better good. literally every time. Yeah. Well, you know, the sad part is I said, look, if anybody wants to do better, you're welcome think, to try. Really Nobody's tried anything. You can. You know? I don't think Kyle you can didn't try anything. Why Nate, would you try to beat perfection? Yeah, that's, that's true. The thing. It's yeah. like, you know. If it ain't broke, don't fix exactly. it type of deal. No, no I mean. Yeah. I think everyone just gave up. There were a lot of people trying here. <laughs> oh, so there were like, other, yeah, yeah, other people were sending them. Shut down. Yeah, 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 we were yeah. voting and everyone was like, <laughs> like this yeah. is bad. Yeah. By the way, we have a we have a poll erected. Nate, would you like to tell the people? Yes, yes. Which are you watching live on Sunday? Is it going to be the Niners-Cowboys game? Or the Kings' first preseason game, and in the break you said that it's going to be pretty heavy towards the Niners. Right? Yes, I, I kind of felt I felt the same, but I didn't. In, in Sac, Chris told me don't sleep yeah, on Sac, the Kings it's fans. It's different. It's different here in Sac. Yeah, it's, but uh, there's a huge Niner con- contingency. It's not up the here, same. Right? It's big. It's not the same as the Kings though. Yeah. So like it's so it's like Kings. Yeah, it's Kings and, then it's and like, yeah. boom. Yes, Niners. pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that's what I keep trying to tell the bosses. I'm like, it's Kings up here, <laughs> yeah. and then like Niners. It's honestly is here. Niners, well, and then it's like sport. Raiders yeah. are not too far yes. behind. Really? Like, oh, I'm I've been telling people this forever that like I swear there are a lot of Niner fans in town, but I would say for as many Niner fans as I know, I know an equal amount, huh. if not more, Raider yeah. fans, huh. and then. Then it's people like me who are just random NFL team. Interesting. Yeah. And the King, like Kings fans, never hide it. Like Kings yeah. have been bad for all. You always see King yeah. stuff. But yeah. during during last year, it was next level because you yeah. get the not bandwagon, but people are like, all right, yes. let's do it. Kings are good. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the Niners, like they don't come out really until mm-hmm. they're, until good. they're good. The and flags on problem. the car. That's yeah, my problem. Yeah. It's fr- it's a little Niners. frustrating for me because. Yeah. I'm I'm a diehard Niner 24-7 guy. I come up with crazy stats about Brock Purdy being as fast as Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I hate that stat so much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. It's Kings for sure. So right now it's uh, 33%. Where can the they Kings. vote? Is they can vote YouTube. on YouTube. It's on YouTube okay. right now. You didn't put yeah. it on the Twitter account? I thought most I don't have the login on the Twitter account. For the, for Twitter. Oh, yeah, you told yeah. me that last yeah. time. Yeah. How is that still possible? You're employed here, correct? Uh, yeah, but you they don't trust me. They do the not you trust can, me. You cannot give the, the Twitter, Twitter password to really? everybody. It's that no. dangerous? I mean. I have Carmichael Dave's everything when I go. Oh, stream dropped. Our stream dropped. Hold on. Let me get that back up. Stream dropped. Well, anyways, go to YouTube. You can vote on that poll. Will you be watching King's preseason or a huge. Huge Niners regular season game. I I I, I hope <laughs> the that biggest forty right. nine game of the season, yeah. or, or a game that's completely the meaningless. Kings playing yeah. in Vancouver. I hope that you're right. I hope it comes back like eighty five fifteen. Yeah. Of of watching the Kings, but let's have some fun around the wacky world of sports. Now, could this be possible? Oh, I'm putting Nate in a tight spot. He's trying to get our stream back up. So we, uh, yeah. And then I Second had my own. Row. Yeah. Well, I you know. <laughs> Well, I, I was I was planning I know, yeah. on tossing and uh, yeah, okay, we're good to go. So Al Michaels, I know him 
throughout my entire life. Yeah. He's, he's on the Mount Rushmore, I would say, of sports broadcasters, sure. right? Yeah. I would probably selfishly Do you believe in miracles? have pop-up. Yeah, exactly. He's Come got on. one of the most historic Come calls on. ever. But, like, if you were to actually do that Mount Rushmore list, Michaels has got to be up there. Is Buck in there? Uh, we should do this off air and then maybe do yeah. a whole segment on it. That's tough. Yeah, we yeah. Fun, we'll have to Buck find is, some time. Madden. Buck gets a Madden. lot of... Madden, sure. 100%. Oh, John Madden. Madden I'm is sure number one. He changed yeah. the game. I'm Madden a, is number one. You know, I know there's yeah. some some off-the-floor stuff, but I really like Marv Albert. Um, you know, Marv I mean, that, Marv's got to be up there yeah. despite the... Off- I, yeah, right. we're talking about just yeah. on yeah. the Doing art. the job yeah. here. Anything outside of that, we don't judge. I wouldn't say, you know, Rushmore, but I... I thought Gruden was good when he was in the booth. He was hey, fantastic, man, man. but then those yeah. then those emails came out. It wasn't great. I, I ended do not like him. Collinsworth though. <laughs> I don't. He's probably either. my least I'm favorite right there with right you. Now. I don't hate Collinsworth. Like I don't hate Buck, but I don't know Rushmore status. But I think anyways. Buck gets too much hate. I would I, say Kevin Harlan or I, Mike. Brown yeah, Kevin Harlan's a man. Oh, Kevin Harlan. Harlan is yeah. really he might versatile. Be, yeah. He can do basketball. He can do football. This is a tough conversation. Like you got to start eliminating people that Mark Jones. I'd yeah. probably take Madden off now. Well, I'm sure there's people no. yelling at their radio like Pat Summerall. Yeah. No, no, you no, cannot no. take he Madden. He was just the byproduct no of Madden. Yeah, I have yeah. No idea. I'm just. You can't yeah. take Madden but off. I mean, Rushmore. You only I feel got like you four. can't take Madden off. Can't take. Madden I've never off. even watched a Michaels. live Madden broadcast, and I know wow. that Madden's the man. Yeah, he was really funny. Harlan's really good though too. He's really oh, good. and who's the well, who's the guy like, that I love? Play that by has, play, and then there's color that has like, all the energy. Who's the guy that? Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Gus Johnson's number Gus one. Gus Johnson yeah, will make any yes. college football game entertaining. Oh, it can be basketball. Literally, it can be, football. It can be Iowa yeah. football, which yeah. is the most. But that's why I didn't yeah. like Keegan Murray because I don't think I don't like anything coming out of Iowa. But he will make Iowa football entertaining. Anyways, here is Al Michaels. I think we all agree on the Mount Rushmore. He said he's never had a vegetable before. That cannot be possible is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable <laughs> in your life that is true that is true i was born when my parents were 18 and my mother hadn't even read dr spock at that point so she just let me have the the, the run of the uh, of the course and uh i always push the vegetables away to this day no and i guess what i've proven chris is that man does not need vegetables to survive. But is it, is it just possible that you would like, I'm thinking of one of the more non-objectionable vegetables, a carrot? Oh, please. please. A carrot? No, a carrot. No, that's an objectionable vegetable. <laughs> I mean, I was, really? What? I mean, how would you know? You've never tasted it. I look at it. <laughs> I just don't even like the look <laughs> of it. And I surmise what it might taste like in terms right. of the texture of it. I think a lot of it probably has to do with, it just doesn't look like something that would go down well. <laughs> what wow. Does that even mean? There is so much to unpack there. I Chris. don't even know what I'm going to kind of I mean I'm sorry but I'm going to leave this I I'm I'm going to just go to you on this. I, I mean There's a lot to unpack there. I, I don't even know where to, I yeah, I don't know where I to, know go where to start. Yeah, What's where your guys' is veggie intake. <laughs> okay, I actually um, have a story and, on this. And and tomatoes, like tomatoes are veggies. He's not eating burgers with I think tomatoes technically v- and like, they're fruits. Really? I think so. Yeah, I've always been confused. Oh, because of the ketchup, right? (laughs) No, I've always been confused by this. Tomatoes are fruits. I'm not a thousand percent sure, but I'm pretty sure anything that has Mm. seeds in it is considered a fruit. Yeah. I thought it had to do with growing off a tree or growing out of the ground. You could also be right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So I have a funny story. So that's my experience with vegetables. I'm no connoisseur. But I mean, they get eaten. 
My veggie intake is V8s. So I should get a sponsorship yeah. as I'm giving them free commercials yeah. right now. But I'm, says, I'm for that. It says on the can, uh-huh. two servings of vegetable per can. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't like eating them, much like Al Michaels, yep. even though I have ate them before. My mm-hmm. sister, when she makes food, she always makes me eat my veggies first before I eat like the steak and the mashed potatoes sure. or whatever. But, and I got made fun of by all my friends because they're like, dude, drinking V8 does not equal eating vegetables. And obviously, yeah. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. It's not the same. No. I know. Mm-hmm. But it's, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, yes. exactly. yeah. So there's this app out now where you can scan barcodes of anything that you eat or drink uh-huh. or whatever, and it'll give you a rating out of 100 on how oh. good it is for you. Really? Guess what V8 got? If you do the low sodium. Oh, make sure you do the low sodium because right. there's That's, too much salt yeah. in the other ones. Um, V8, Dang. I mean, the way you're saying it, I would say it's high. Let's say 85. I'm going to say 76. Very. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. you win. 78. Okay, but that's, much good. Higher, that's good. That's, that's, that's good. a C make, plus. Yeah, they were yeah. making fun of me like it was t- like uh, it's it does nothing. You're I, out of your mind or whatever. Yeah. But it, again, it's better than nothing. I yeah. think when you blend things, they they lose their nutri- uh, nutrients. For sure. Yeah, yeah you need yeah. to eat like the actual. Yeah, yeah I get it. But Which, I mean, that again, doesn't it's make than sense nothing. to me. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. And so I sent that in the group text, and I was like, "Ha ha! Uh, who has the last laugh now? You guys have been because they've been making fun of me since like high school for right. doing that. Only class I ever failed junior college was nutrition." <laughs> you got an actual F? I swear. How do you retake fail it? nutrition? Dude, I don't know. But, what hey, are you supposed to say? I turned it around at Davis, though. I turned it around big time. No, no, no. So. But help me out with the failing of okay, nutrition. Okay, like- I didn't know that you weren't supposed to take Friday classes that are four hours long. <laughs> It was once a week Friday, Duh. and the teacher in junior college. I, I yeah. really feel like the professor didn't like me. I know that's a normal <laughs> excuse, but I. And then it just was. Help me out with the test. What was on the test? It was a lot of uh, like how many nutrients projects are that in I would this bomb thing or something. It was more projects, oh, and oh. I'd be you like, "Gotta do well on the projects." I I usually do. It wasn't. Yeah. It was. It was out of out of place for me, but it might have been a wake up call. Yeah. Retook it, got a B, different professor. Love that. You know, and there you up, go. You know, hey, redemption. I, we don't story. need to get in, into my education. Redemption story, song, but, Bob yeah. Bob Marley. Yeah. No, see, I always what I did because I was I am not Cal Berkeley smart, even though I went there. Um, what I would do was master everything outside of the test taking. So like mm. any like participation, yeah. attendance, all the stuff that I could control, right. I would be great at. And then, you know, I'd make up for that getting 70% on my test. Right. 70s are fine. End up, end up with a B. Fine. That's passive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just it, had an issue with homework. Yeah. That was my big A lot of teachers, uh, professors, weigh the tests at, Very you know, at like a 50% yeah. of the class. And the final will be yeah. like 30%. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, here's a quick transition. Eat vegetables, as, Al. As you probably needed a hug. Uh, after you got your F in nutrition. Apparently, so does Jonathan Taylor. Is he ready mentally as well? I think that's another question. And then, is there something that needs to happen to get him on the field? Is there a contract? Is there a relationship? Is there a hug? Is there something that needs to happen to get Jonathan yeah, Taylor in what That'll was a do really, it. really tough, <laughs> tough relationship? A hug? Now, sometimes, look, I have, two, I have two kids, and you can have a situation that is as rough as possible. You bring him in for a hug, Mike. Sometimes that yeah. really does solve it. Now, this might take more than a hug, but I'm just saying hugs work. <laughs> hugs work. 
This reminds me of like at the end of Step Brothers when uh, Dale or uh, when Brennan and um, Adam Scott oh, uh, hug it out. They try and hug it out, but <laughs> they like can't. they just like keep like trying to punch each other in the face. It's like, well, oh, Will, Will Ferrell wants the hug, yeah, but it's his brother that Even has then, the struggle like, with it. Yeah, like yeah, shoving his face yeah. away. That's what I imagine this Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Oh, what I assume Jim Ursay hug. I do think that this is one of the more intriguing storylines of the NFL season. Where do you like? Do you think he's going to end up with something that might like? To spin it in the 49ers direction yeah. do you think he could end up with a contender or a team that might affect the Niners route certainly the Niners don't need him yeah. they have CMC I mean I don't think in the NFC I mean the team that I've heard with the most smoke is is probably Miami though mm-hmm. Miami seems to have found their running backs pretty fine so far this yeah. season so I don't know if tangible yeah, yeah I mean you know the Devon Achan has been incredible, mm-hmm. and, and Mozart has been really good They've as got well. Like the one through five of fastest speeds, right? Yeah, and they got Jeff Wilson just yeah. ready to go uh, yeah. any week now. So it's it's uh, you know it doesn't seem like Miami's going to be the that Bills. Team. The thing, the Bills could definitely use it. The problem is if you're going to trade for a guy like Jonathan Taylor and and with what they've what said they, they want to yeah. get back, yeah. I just don't know if it makes sense for any contending team to I'm really leverage everything like the 49ers did last year because, yeah. frankly, I mean, you said it yesterday, I think Christian McCaffrey is really the only running back that's really worth 100%. giving out the farm for. Yeah. And, and Jonathan Taylor, he's a fine running back, but you know he's not, really just a yeah. runner of uh, yeah. the football. He's not really the dual threat that Christian is, or you can call him a triple threat even. I'm with you. Coming up, top of the hour, it is the game of the week. I think pretty much unanimously, everybody will say Cowboys Niners is the game of the week. Sunday night football. And apparently, we have a spy in Dallas. What? Yeah. Like, uh, who's the most famous? Um, James Bond. No. Uh, what's the name from like the early, like like late 1800s, early uh Austin Powers. No, Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold, look it up, yes, kids. No, yeah, Benedict Arnold, but yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, so gotcha. that's what that was gotcha. my tease. I, it took I thought you were trying to, to say there. Sherlock Holmes. I know it's I Friday. Like... It's Friday. Nobody's in the building. Chris yeah. Walk and Zachariah, <laughs> Sacktown Sports, eleven forty.